Welcome to the podcast. My name is Alex Courtright, and this is where you can find my life, my writings, and a whole number of things that you may or may not care about. Without further ado, it's time for the book of the week. The book of the week. Book of the week. You know it, it's the book of the week. Where I let you guys in on what I'm reading and loving. A comprehensive rundown of what you need to know before buying and short. Because you don't really have the time. This week, it's an aging gym called The Windsinger by William Nicholson. The book, the book, book, book of the week. The book, the book, book, book of the week. The book of the week, book of the week. William Nicholson is a screenwriter and a playwright, but he's also a novelist. When The Windsinger came out as the first part in a trilogy, the series started to pick up steam, eventually going on to win awards. But I'm bringing this book back because I don't want it to be forgotten. It's just that good. It's honestly the type of book that's hard to find these days. But before I get into all these reasons that you're going to love it, Don't forget to subscribe to the channel and like the video if you enjoy content like this. Just do it. Just do it. Anyway, before I get into all the reasons that I want you to read this book, I'll set the stage. The Windsinger is a novel about children. Thus, it's shelved in the YA section. But as we know, genres are for bookstores, not readers. I love this book because it rings true with both young and adult readers, which is an incredibly hard thing to do as a writer. The few instances that this has been achieved, the work has often become an instant classic. This is no exception. The book follows Kestrel and Bowman Hath, twin siblings as they stand against their tyrannical society and set out to find the voice of the Windsinger and bring happiness back to their gray, cruel world. The culture has been overtaken by a dictatorial meritocracy that closely resembles the standardized testing curriculum that is present in a lot of today's schools. But in this world, it's not just the schools, it's everything. Only by placing well on an endless stream of tests is your family allowed to take a higher place in society. The government dictates where you can live, what you can wear, and what jobs you can have, all based on your test scores. As you can guess, the system accounts little for those that don't fit into their tight little boxes, or care more for creativity, art, and dreams than mathematics. Young Kestrel is a rebel, and she quickly finds herself in trouble with the powers that be, and she's forced to go rogue. After receiving a mysterious old map and some vague instructions, Kestrel and her brother Bowman, as well as their new friend Mumpo, flee the city to take on the evil Mora. The great and dark power that grips their city of Aramanth. So, the first thing I want to talk about with this book is, you guessed it, tone. It might be number one on my list of things that will keep me with a novel. And I'm a sucker for fantastical, whimsical, absurd fantasy, akin to the works of great authors like C.S. Lewis, Neil Gaiman, and more. This is not a long read. It's the beginning of a trilogy, but it stands on its own. While it's rather clear that there is an overarching message that 
acts as a critique of the modern education system and standardized testing, which as an avid opposer of both, this book kind of resonates with me. It's also an incredibly engaging adventure with unique, lovable characters that have satisfying arcs and world building that just oozes with personality in that classic, absurd style. It's like a dystopian fairy tale. I discovered this book long after it came out, reading it as an adult, and that's why I want to return to it now. I think it's a gem that's been forgotten, but perfect to give to your kids now, to read to them aloud or on your own. The tentpoles of storytelling remain the same, regardless of targeted age groups, and if it's done right, it can resonate with all ages. William Nicholson knows how to tell a story. We know this from his work on films like Gladiator, Les Mis, and Unbroken. So pick this book up, especially if you're a fan of authors like Neil Gaiman or C.S. Lewis. It's a page turner and you won't be bored. And if you're like me, it just might leave a mark on you that lasts a long time. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. As always, if you enjoyed, be sure to subscribe and leave me a five-star review. It is greatly appreciated. Otherwise, check back every week for new content. I will talk to you guys in the next episode.